Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Welcome to the show, everybody. Big news day, as usual. Uh, big news day yesterday, big news day tomorrow. It's always big news right now. The news cycle is pretty crazy. So many things happening in the world, and I suppose that's a natural manifestation of uh, kind of the poo storm that occurs when bad guys trying to destroy our, uh, freedom on a global scale. So anyways, uh, but but topic of the day for me is some of this uh, this Florida stuff that's going on. There's a lot of stuff going on in Florida right now. I don't know if you guys have been following, but, you know, there's some talk today or yesterday and uh, been some talk about Gates running for governor in 2026. Uh, we see DeSantis's campaign really, I mean, it's frankly, it's imploded uh, pretty badly. And we generally are just seeing a bit of a mess down there. It's a mess in terms of uh, a lot of things moving. Now, I think a lot of that is that things are moving well, and F Florida's really kind of ground zero for a lot of battles. You know, if the Civil War is occurring in this country in terms of uh, you know, the 5G non-kinetic warfare, uh, Florida's got to be one of the ground zeros for it, right? And it's got to be a battleground. So we look at this, and, uh, you know, right now we see DeSantis is really, I mean, he lost a lot of fire. His whole, I'm going to, you know, run against Trump, and then he decides he's going to, you know, just take Trump on head, yeah, head on. I mean, that was, he he's really blown his campaign, honestly. Um, you know, I, I just... It's not even close. It's not even close. And I like, uh, I like what DeSantis did early on as a governor. It went downhill uh, a little bit, and uh, there's a number of issues with what he's done now. But you know, across the board, you know, DeSantis has been a pretty solid guy. He's been a solid, you know, decent guy. But it's really, it's just gone south, right? It's gone south, and uh, to that extent. Uh, you know, right now uh, we see a head. I got a headline, National Pulse, and it is uh, that uh, DeSantis, as one of his big, big money early donors, has is kind of backed down. Right. So billionaire money manager Ken Griffin, who was ready to bankroll Ron DeSantis's presidential run in 2022, now says he's on the sidelines in the GOP race with Florida governor having failed to impress. Uh, he says. So we're uh, now we're through the first debate, and I'll tell you what, I'm on the sidelines as to who to support this election cycle, according to Griffin. Speaking of DeSantis, he said, I don't know his strategy. Uh, governor's campaign has you know, been kind of hit with all these different things, staffing issues, overspending. There have been a lot of links to the establishment and to the mainstream, and this is the real problem, right? And so a lot of people are recognizing this Trump-Biden rematch is almost inevitable unless they do something, they being the deep state, does something to somehow manipulate that out of being. And I don't know. I guess we'll see. But regardless, um, I think what's really important here is why this is happening, right? So I think the first and the biggest thing that occurred when I look at DeSantis's campaign was when he was caught on, on record, uh, well, it was supposed to be off record, but he was caught 
talking to a group of donors about how after the primary he was going to move moderate. See, nobody wants that. And that's the problem is DeSantis was, I mean, he was so liked and he was so appreciated because he was acting like he truly believed what he was doing. Like he was truly a conservative, like a patriot, like he's willing to fight. But what's happened is, is there's been signs. There's been a number of signs that, yeah, maybe he's not what he appears. And uh, when that, that particular leak occurred, that uh, he had said that. Well, that was a huge red flag for me and a lot of other people. And I'm going to be real honest. Right now, I don't trust that DeSantis is as patriot conservative as he plays. I think that he was uh, you know, going to move center. Now, I actually did a thing. I put a tweet out. I think, I don't know, it might have been today, yesterday, not too long ago. And uh, let, me, let me go into this, right? This tweet says, I know Trump got it wrong on the jabs, and he did. He still has not seemed to figure out entirely where he is on the jabs. But I'm tired of hearing about DeSantis being the COVID savior. He wasn't, folks. He wasn't. Just because he opened Florida back up doesn't mean he did right on this. He did better than some, but he didn't exactly, uh, you know, uh, batten down the hatches and burn the barns, you know, trying to make sure that everybody was free. And, you know, in fact, they passed some COVID legislation in Florida, but yet on the books is this. So chapter uh, 381, section 315 of the Florida Revised Code says that during a public health emergency, a, uh, a public health officer can order an individual to be examined, tested, treated, isolated, or quarantined for communicable diseases that have significant morbidity or mortality and present a severe danger to public health. Individuals who are unable or unwilling to be examined, tested, or treated for reasons of health, religion, or conscious may be subjected to isolation or quarantine. Folks, that is Ron DeSantis's Florida. He's got a law in the books that says if you got a religious objection, we can put you in jail or quarantine you. I mean, does that seem like a freedom fighter to you? Why didn't he fight that? Where was he? Where was he on that? You know, where was the leadership? Where's if he wants to take credit for being the hero for COVID? Where the hell was he? And let's talk about the the next part: uh, examination, treatment. Uh, individual, if the individual poses a danger to public health, the state officer may be subject to individual isolation or quarantine. Um, the state health officer may use any means necessary to treat the individual. Really? So according to this, According to this, in Ron DeSantis's Florida, where he's leading the way on COVID, uh, he's got a law in the books that says if there's no practical method to quarantine or isolate the individual, state officer can use any means necessary to treat him. So that means if they don't have uh, FEMA camps down there or a good spot to isolate you, they can come into your house, hold you down, and force you to take a vaccine. How about that? That's one of the most egregiously bad laws on the books in the country that I know of. I mean, this is really, really bad, folks. But that's Ron DeSantis's Florida. Don't tell me he saved COVID. I get it. Trump wasn't all right on COVID, but Ron DeSantis was not even close. Right? This was not good. This is even made worse by the fact that, you know, the the, the 
I guess, conditions precedent to being able to take these ridiculously egregious actions for DeSantis uh, in a public health emergency is Part C of that same law. Part C of that same law says a state health officer upon declaration of public health emergency established by order the method and procedure for identifying reporting cases revolving infectious disease or the occurrence identified as the basis for the declared emergency. The method and procedure must be consistent with any standards developed by the federal government specific to the declared emergency. Folks, folks, that means that the people in Florida are right now subject to any federal health emergencies you know, standards. And if they fake the death count like they did in COVID, you could be held down in your bed and forced to get a jab in your arm. This is horrible. This law is terrible. And, you know, this is the kind of thing. So, you know, I've been watching Ron DeSantis run around and tell everybody yeah, about being the savior of COVID and how he did it right during COVID. No, you didn't. If you allowed this law to be on the books, you need to get back to your governor's mansion tomorrow and fix this. As I said in the tweet, this essentially enshrines the ability of the federal government to lie again, like they did in COVID in Florida, about any upcoming pandemics, and then subject people to whatever. It's horrible, folks. This is terrible. You see, so all of this comes together. You see him being disingenuous about the fact what he did with COVID. If he actually cared about COVID, this would be it, right? Ladapo would have a, a much easier time doing what he's doing because Ladapo's done a great job. I like Ladapo. But, uh, you know, DeSantis, he, he ain't doing it. He just ain't doing it. He let this law be on the books that allows for just these egregious, egregious things to occur. I don't trust him at this point. I don't trust him. Had he said, you know, we got more work to do, had he been honest about the COVID stuff? Okay. I mean, Trump, you know, listen, and let's be realistic here. I disagree with Trump. He's still running around, uh, you know, weak need on, on these vaccines. I mean, his pussy-ass answer with Megyn Kelly was absolutely unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. It was, you know what? That answer was just, it, it was really, it was terrible to me. That's all I'm going to say about it. But the thing is, is Trump, I just, you know, he keeps saying it. He keeps telling us, listen, half the people tell me I did a great job with it. Okay. Well, then listen to the half of people are that stupid. But I think Trump legitimately doesn't know. I think he just doesn't know what to say or think on this because he's surrounded by so many liars and crooks and he won't, for whatever reason, take the time to get this straightened out, which I understand because the guy's getting attacked from 10,000 directions. DeSantis has every opportunity on the planet to get this right. He's going to run on it and he can't figure out the truth on it. He can't figure anything out on it. So I don't know. I don't view them the same. You know, I'm not trying to make excuses for Trump. I disagree with him. I think you ought to dig into it. We've offered it, and the offer still stands. I'll find a way to pay for the best doctors on the planet to come down and educate him if you'll listen. But DeSantis, I mean, he's got Ladapo there. He's got all these people there. And yet he's still got this law in the books. 
And I don't see him talking about it. Instead, I see him telling everybody how great he did during COVID. And he didn't. I mean, better than Trump on, on some of this or better than the governors on this. And Trump didn't lock anybody down. He also, yeah, I mean, he called for it to get open back up. He called for ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. Listen, I've heard all the excuses. You know, he blew it on the jabs and he made some mistakes. But at the same time, you know, the guy was getting attacked everywhere. I, I just don't think Trump had the capacity to know. Whereas I think DeSantis ought to know. I think DeSantis, you know, he had a law put in front of him. He, they were looking at this aspect of the law, and yet this 381, 315 is still sending him in uh, Florida law. I just, I don't know. It doesn't sit well. I think, I think DeSantis has been way too friendly with rhinos, way too friendly with moderates. And before I could support someone like him for president, I would need to see him actually take a stand on some stuff and uh, quit waffling on so many things that make me feel like I can't trust him. Uh, well, at the meantime, I don't want to overlook this. Gates is looking at 2026 governor run in Florida, okay? Which means Gates is probably, if he's smart, trying to set himself up for eventually a presidential run. But, yeah, here's the thing. So Gates is doing this, uh, and people are excited about that. And the reason they're excited about it is because DeSantis has lost favor, right? DeSantis has lost his shine. People's not, people are not sure whether he's, you know, as conservative as he claims. And uh, you got sitting next to him, Matt Gates, who's a, you know, elected official from Florida, who seems to be the only one in Congress. A lot, I mean, you got a few other good guys in Congress, but Gates is, uh, yeah, he's standing strong. He's one of the very few in Congress that are actually doing right holding McCarthy's feet to the fire, acting like a patriot, acting like a conservative, doing the things he ought to be doing. I mean, he's doing a good job on this. You know, so people are liking Gates. You know, Gates is back in Trump. He's doing all the right things. He's doing all the things necessary. So we, we see this kind of, uh, well, I guess, two sides of the spectrum, right? On one side, you've got Donald Trump, who's a total disaster, or not Donald Trump, uh, you got Ron DeSantis, who's who's a total disaster, who's fighting with Donald Trump, who's you know pushing back and forth on these things, and and seems to be waffling on his conservative credentials. He doesn't seem to have anything consistent, and this all seems to come from the people giving him advice, you know, which I'm sure he's getting advice from the uh, the Rhino wing of the Republican Party, you know, the Mitch McConnells and all these curves, and so you know he's got that going. Meanwhile, you got Gates, who's who's supporting Trump, who's who's pro MAGA, pro this, and his star is just skyrocketing. Everybody's supporting Matt Gates. Everybody wants to high five Matt Gates. DeSantis, yeah, I mean, people don't really even like him, and even even the the left wing press doesn't like him. You know, I mean, he's like, I don't know, he's like John McCain. Nobody actually liked him, but John McCain pretended everybody liked him. So. Um, this is this is really an important thing, I think, on a national level. When we see these two characters, you know, Gates and DeSantis, and both from Florida, one guy's waffling on his conservative credentials. You know, he's not he's fighting with Trump. He's going against MAGA. You know, there's a lot of questions. A lot of things have leaked out, suggesting he may not be what he says he is. 
You know, he's been running on a kind of a false COVID record, all these different things. Um, then on the other side, you've got a guy who is standing up to government spending, standing up to Rhino, standing up to guys like McCarthy. You know, he's holding the feet to the fire in Congress. Um, you know, I mean, I'd love to see him do even more, actually. But he's doing these things, right? He's standing with Trump. His megastar is rising. He, you know, he's showing that he does actually want to fight to make America great again. And uh, I think that there's a lesson to be to be learned here. You know, the Mitch McConnell ED leader of the Senate uh, wing of the Republican Party wants to sell out, and they think they can sell out their way into victory in 2024. I don't think that's the case. Matt Gates, he's showing what you got to do. Donald Trump, with the fact that he's been indicted 91 times or on 91 counts, uh, you know, and is still just killing it in the polls, I think that's what the American people are looking for. Someone who will fight for America first. I don't know. Just a, just a thought for any of you guys that are running for anything this election cycle. Please support us at TomRens.com. Share the Tom Renz Show on the America Out Loud Network. We will be right back. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. The pandemic may be over for some but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body, and now they found the solution. The miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Okay, welcome back, everybody. So, yeah, we're really going to kind of dig a little bit into a, a very peculiar situation this segment. So y'all heard about this F-35 uh, you know, fighter jet that just sort of, I don't know, disappeared. Right, I mean, you get an eighty million dollar fighter jet, one of the most advanced weapon systems on the planet, 
some of our top technology is in the it exists in these planes and it just i don't know gone you know hey anybody see it it's gone apparently the the pilot ejected we don't know why the pilot ejected the plane wasn't in trouble uh it doesn't appear that the plane crashed but the pilot ejected right okay so now let's go through this and i want to i'm looking at this uh this article that uh 100% fed up and uh they're talking about a false flag in this now i don't know whether there's a false flag coming or anything of the sort but i want to talk about this article so they start out and they say you know uh nothing good comes from a stand down order right and a stand down order is mind-blowingly stupid the way at least in the way that we did this so we have very publicly we the united states have very publicly said hey uh, you know what, we're just going to do a stand-down order, and, uh, you know, we're going to, uh, hey, you know, we're just going to yeah, kind of yeah, not not worry about things, right? We're, we're going to let everybody know that we're going to fl- ground all of our jets, and we're not going to do anything, and we're just going to stand down, you know, for a while because, eh, you know, it's, eh, well, we lost this plane, right? Unless this plane, so stand down, right? So we're announcing to the whole world that we're grounding our air force. Essentially, why would you ever do that? Why would you ever publicly issue a stand down order? Why would you publicly let the whole world know that one of the most foundational aspects of your national defense is going offline for two days? I mean, even if you're going to do that which is, you know, terrible. I mean, if there's a reason to shut down a couple of the jets, that's one thing. But why would you shut them all down? What's going on? What's really going on, right? Because here's what we know. We know that there's no reason that you would ever ground all of the U.S. jets like that. There's just no reason unless there's something wrong, right? And it would have to be a major issue. Whatever it is has to be a crisis because this is really unheard of. You just don't do this. Um, Now, we do know, and I think, you know, one of the interesting things about this is that, uh, well, we got a lot of Chinese parts in our jets, thanks to Obama and Biden. All these guys who buy, you know, Chinese parts for our military, which seems like a pretty bad idea to me. Not saying that, you know, our jets could be hacked or shut down or brought down by a back door that our, you know, greatest enemy would build into our weapon systems. But, you know, so anyway, but yeah, uh, the the guys that wrote this article are concerned about, you know, some sort of false flag incident occurring in the next couple of days while our jets are, you know, sitting on the ground. I suppose that's possible. I mean, there could certainly be something that happened somewhere on the planet that's, you know, a major, major thing. And I, this, I, you know, what are you going to put it past these guys to do a false flag attack? No, no. But, you know, I don't really know what they're doing. I really don't. This is so peculiar and so weird. You know, I just, the world's on the brink of a nuclear war. They're screwing with Russia. They're screwing with everybody. And uh, we tell everybody, hey, we're going to take down, you know, the most important aspect of our military for a couple of days. I mean, it's like we're trying to bait someone into doing something. Or it's like we would, you know, do something ourselves and pretend someone else did it. I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know 
is that we're, while this is happening, we're supposedly looking this missing F-35. Folks, what in the hell is that? So, from the article, Marine Corps Commandant Eric Smith on Monday issued a two-day uh, stand-down order to take place at some point this week for all aviation units, both inside and outside the United States. A spokesperson told ABC News, why in the hell would you announce that to ABC News? If you're doing it, who the hell would tell anybody? So the move was apparently made in the wake of the, quote, mishap with F-35 fighter jet in South Carolina on Sunday, which no one even knows if it's crashed. Just disappeared, right? That craft has not yet been located, though the military continues to search. A Marine Corps spokesman said in a statement on Sunday that F-35's pilot safely ejected from the aircraft. We're currently still gathering more information and assisting the situation. The mishap will be under investigation. Folks, folks, did someone steal this airplane? Let me just ask this. Did someone steal this or did Biden sell it to China or someone so they could have our tech? Are we going to find the wreckage of this or are we going to find the wreckage of a fake plane? Are they going to, you know, is, is that the false flag? We find the wreckage of a fake plane that's, you know, some you know, old scrap metal that was laying around. Oh, hey, we found this F-35, but really it's, it's sitting in a hangar in China. Is that what's happening? I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, this whole thing is incredible. You know, the idea that they're, they're, this is going, it's just ridiculous, right? So a lot of people are very concerned about the false flag. And uh, I got a boot out of this part. So others are speculating there's some interference re rendering our jets unusable. Does this tie into alien disclosure last week? It'd be very convenient if our fighter jets are no longer work right when the aliens show up. Now, I don't think that that's the case. I don't think that at all. I think what it actually would be is I do think they were on to something when they said uh, interference. I don't think that's alien interference, friends. I think there could be interference. But remember, we've got, you know, the Chinese in their nose of all of our military. We've got major, major enemies of the United States. Who are, you know, they've got their hands in our military. Could it be that they uh, they unleashed a hack that shut down our eighty million dollar jets? Could it be that you know that something happened there that someone did a cyber attack? Something? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, I don't know, but uh, you know, we got a two day stand down order so that they can upgrade the uh, the firmware, I guess, something along with these. Um, I think that's the most likely thing. I mean. It, uh, we, we do have Chinese parts in these planes, right? Uh, so, yeah, where does this leave us, right? Uh, I mean, you know, are we hacked? Is this what's going on? I mean, um, meanwhile, we see that, uh, you know, we've got, we've got certain materials in these planes, right? Certain things that are in these certain technology. We've got supposedly that we may have some cloaking materials, stuff like that. They've got something called a metamaterial, which sounds kind of uh, ridiculous, but uh, here's, a, here's, an, here's from the Asia Times that they cite in this article. Quantum invisibility, when someone hears this term, they instantly think 
of science fiction. But we're living in an era where yesterday's science fiction is quickly becoming science fact. Quantum invisibility is derived from an exotic metal known as metamaterial. And whichever country or company can develop this technology first will have an immense strategic advantages over the rest of the world's countries. According to Britannica, metamaterial is an artificially structured material that exhibits extraordinary electromagnetic properties not available or not, not easily obtainable in nature. Currently, the United States and China are racing each other for dominance in this vital metamaterial market. Uh, even though the U.S. has invested in technology longer than China, Chinese are applying it in the real world. Okay, so there's a race going on, right? And it says, in fact, there's ample evidence to suggest China may have leapfrogged the Americans thanks to a sly combination of industrial espionage and copious investments in state-funded research and development technology. So, you know, Hunter Biden selling them our stuff. And, you know, it could be that whatever we got on there, and I know this is a bit of a conspiracy theory thing, right, folks? I'm going to go down this road, though. And it is conspiracy theory. I have nothing to back this up. But, I mean, do you really think that it would be a total shock that we let someone steal our, our airplane? I mean, you know, 10% for the big guy, right? Let, let them steal it. Let them have their tech. You think that that's an impossible thing? You know, I don't know. It's just, uh, it, it's really something. And uh, it's something I think we ought to be concerned about. The other, do we have these metamaterials in there? Are they looking to see what we've got in there to see whether or not, you know, we got any new tech that they want to get, you know, learn something from or take? I don't know. Um, I just know that, uh, that there's some real shady things happening here. Now, the other thing that I think is equally important about this story is the fact that this airplane is missing. This is an $80 million jet. It is part of our connected, uh, you know, warfare or whatever thing that we have. You know, in the military, they can track and, and see in real time what soldiers are seeing in the battlefield. I mean, you guys remember when they, they uh, went in to get Osama bin Laden? I mean, the guys that were, the SEALs that were going in to get him, there were people sitting in offices all over the world, you know, in our military that were watching everything that was happening. Uh, so, the idea, I mean, we know everything that's happening in the military. Our satellites see everything. I mean, I, this is pretty common knowledge, right? I mean, I can look on Google Maps and see my house. You don't think that the military is watching its jets? It's $80 million jets? Now, we've got an $80 million jet with nothing wrong with it. Pilot just bails out, don't really know why, puts it on autopilot. Okay. Where did it autopilot to? Where was it going? What's it doing? I mean, if it's on autopilot, it's flying somewhere, right? And by the way, I don't know this for sure, but... You know, the thing is, is uh, these guys, you know, these planes, you know, they can pretty much be flown remotely or fly themselves. At least that's the, the, the rumor, right? That's what the understanding. What, what's going on here? Why would he bail? The idea that you can't find it is, is just, I, I don't know, it's beyond the pale. They've got transponders in them. You can track it every step. How is it that they can't find it? I mean, 
It's got software. It's got hardware. It's designed to be tracked and to by our military. I mean, so General Flynn uh, tweeted and said, you know, I thought this was a Babylon B article for a second. You know, the stealth thing got me. Maybe the plane was playing hide and seek. I'm glad the pilot ejected safely. This is really not good. All sorts of issues come into play. Never mind showing our rear end to our adversaries. I'm all for transparency, but this is ridiculous. And uh, Sean, D- Sean M. Dav, your point is spot on. The billions being spent in Ukraine in support of a corrupt regime and not winning war strategy. Uh, I mean, because say we're you know we're sending billions of dollars to the Ukraine, but we can't even we can't even track our own jets, right? Now, there's one final thing that I got a boot out of in this article that I think is, I mean, it's more sad than anything, but it says, it says we are the laughing stock of the entire world. Remember all the times they said that, you know, Trump was making, we we're losing our respect, a place of respect in the world because of Trump, right? Nobody respected us because of Trump. Uh, okay. I mean, where is that now? Uh, the DC Drano put up a, a pretty funny thing. He's got a, a tweet and he says that uh, America's military is most re- feared and respected in the world under President Trump. Now we have trans leaders losing F-35 jets under Biden while he ch- checks his watch at a soldier's funerals. <laughs> it's got a, a like in crayon, a, a sign that says missing F-35B Lightning II last seen Charleston. I mean, I think that's hilarious. It's sad, but it's hilarious, right? Uh, apparently, and I don't know if this is true, but the story is that they actually put up a, uh, a hotline that you can call if you find it. You know, I mean, Hey, we're missing our jet. Can you call and let us know if we find it? I, I don't know, but regardless of whether that's accurate or not, and I didn't bother to check to see whether that's accurate because it's funny either way, but you know, how does a, how does an F-35 on autopilot disappear? Right. How does this happen, folks? I mean, this guy ejects himself. He puts on autopilot and he ejects. So why did he eject if if he you know puts on autopilot? Why why was he ejecting? That doesn't make any sense to me at all. And if he's going to eject, he's going to be on autopilot. He's going to do all that. Then why in God's name is he? are we not able to find it? I mean, the plane wasn't in bad shape. It was still flying around doing its thing, right? According to NBC News, U.S. fighter jet stealth capabilities appear to be working too well. The authorities asked, uh, asking the public for help finding it. By the way, that's the angle. They're saying, oh, it's just so stealthy we can't find it. Are you kidding me, folks? Really? Yes. The stealth in the F-35 works so well, we don't know where our own planes are. That's how that works, right? For God's sakes. I mean, how stupid do they think we are? Uh, you know, I mean... Folks, this plane didn't just disappear. It just didn't, okay? Something's going on here. I don't know what it is. I don't know why it's happening, but something's going on here. This is absolutely ridiculous on an epic level. This is being covered up 
And, you know, I mean, as corrupt as Biden is, we got to ask, are they covering up a crime? What are they covering up? What are they doing? What's going on? This is, yeah, I mean, listen, our country is, our military, our military, the the best and the brightest, the place that was, you know, a place of honor, a place to, to I mean, we've got a bunch of trans perverts playing social engineering games with our military. And look at what's happening to it. I mean, you've got Ukraine, which is a disaster. You got the Afghanistan pullout. Uh, we our our military is a joke at this point. Only thing they're good at is spying on Americans and causing trouble with Amer- in American lives at this point. That's too bad because we've got some amazing soldiers in there that do amazing things. But yeah, I mean, we po- we we poison them with the COVID vaccines. Yeah, we drove out most, a lot of our good soldiers. We replaced them with these tranny wannabe PC fruitcakes. I mean, folks, it's not good out there. It really is not good. I'll be honest. If Trump wins, he's going to have more work than any guy on the planet to try and rebuild this country, to try and rebuild our military, to try and rebuild all that we are, because it is an absolute mess. It is an absolute mess. I'm praying for our country. I'm praying for our soldiers. Support us at TomRens.com. Share the Tom Renz Show on the America Out Loud Network. We'll be right back. Changing the world one person at a time. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. Okay, everybody, welcome back and welcome to the Stack O Stuff segment. All right, let's uh, get right into it. 
boy, right off the right off the top here, folks. Off the table, these GOP lawmakers refuse to support future Ukraine funding as potential government shutdown looms. So this is wonderful news, folks. Wonderful news. We've actually got a handful of GOP lawmakers who have finally figured out that we, the people, are downright grumpy at their garbage spending. These people have just been absolute. It's ridiculous. It, we, the fact that we have sent a nickel to a nation that has Nazis in their military is absurd. And the fact that they continue to doing it and continue to support it, and that the Freedom Caucus hasn't done anything up until this point is ridiculous. If they go through this, I'm telling you, I'm just telling you right now, folks, um, I'm going to make it my personal mission to recruit everybody on this planet to do everything they can to throw every Republican Freedom Caucus member on their ear if they don't stand on this, uh, this, this garbage for the September 30 shutdown bill. Uh, it's just ridiculous. But the but yeah, some good news. Uh, you know, I mean, Congressman Biggs, uh, Lauren Boebert, even MTG, MTG. I, I I don't know. Maybe her and McCarthy are having a lover's spat or something. I don't know. But uh, you know, these guys. I'm sorry. You know, I liked MTG for a long time. She's been way too moderate for me lately, though. Um, but we've got a bunch of these guys who are just saying no on this. You know, they say, listen, we got trillions of dollars in national debt, huge deficit. We're, we're losing our rear everywhere, and yet that's what we want to do. That's it, right? That's it. Um, you know, keep sending more trillions of dollars, and apparently we're looking at, I don't know, another, oh, how many billions do they want to send in this stupid thing? I don't know, another $24 billion funding package. Are you kidding me? Yeah, let's send $24 billion to a bunch of Nazis. That sounds like a great idea. I don't know. These people, yeah, these just, can you imagine, folks? Can you imagine back in Reagan's days if, if, one, if someone would have ran on this sort of a platform? I mean, even the left-wing media would have, would have had a conniption over that, right? I mean, no one on this planet would have ever tolerated. How, how far have we fallen? How dumb are people that they're willing to support people... I mean, this should immediately, the fact that anybody's even talking about it should immediately disqualify them from being anywhere near office. Why would you fund a, a country that has Nazis in their military? These anti-Semitic monsters? And why is no one calling Congress out for its anti-Semitism? Where is the ADL? I don't know, folks. It's just absolutely ridiculous. All right. So I'm going to get in trouble with some of you, and I don't care. I'm grumpy. Um, okay, Daily Wire headline, Weak Sauce, Megyn Kelly hits Trump for his answer to a question on radical gender theory. All right, I'm just going to tell you guys, I support Trump. That ain't changing. But Trump is absolutely surrounded by idiots. I don't know what the hell is going on with Donald Trump between this horse crap, this absolute garbage that he on the, on the vaccines, and now this waffling and wavering on this whole transgender thing. I mean, come on. I get it. I get it. This man is attacked more than anyone else on the planet. I get it. It's tough. I get it. But this is just trash. You know, this whole, uh, 
Megyn Kelly asked him about, his, uh, in, about this whole transgender thing and whether a man could become a woman. He says, well, uh, um, uh, in my opinion, you have, to, you have a man, you have a woman. I think part of it is birth. Can you give? Can a man give birth? No, although they'll come up with some answer to that someday. What the hell does that get to do with it? Trump, be yourself. Be a damn leader. What do you mean? I don't know. Maybe we'll come up with something. something. What is this? Who the hell am I listening to? I mean, you got to be kidding me, Mr. President. With due respect from someone who supports you and will continue to support you, have you lost your damn mind? You either got junk or you don't. If you're born with junk, you're a boy. If you're not, you're not. Why is that tricky? What is complicated about this? Quit pandering. We're supporting you because we expect you'll fight for us, not pander. Jesus, what is going on here, folks? What is going on here? I said... Standing with him because I don't I don't see anybody better. But what the hell kind of an answer is that? I expect better of Donald Trump. Honestly, I do. I do. And you know, I don't know. I yeah, I got folks. So here's some full disclosure. I got lectured the other day. Um, I had some people tell me, you know, if you would just, you know, if you wouldn't speak out, you know, on some of this stuff, or you weren't so harsh. You know, you might be able to shake the president's hand or get a picture. I don't care. I just don't give a damn. I got to tell you something. I am supporting Donald Trump because I think he's the best man for the job. But I'm going to call him out when he does stupid shoes. Beep. I need a beep there, folks. I mean, you got a man and a woman. Someday they'll come up with a way to deal with it. What, what is that? So what? This isn't complicated. Mr. President, I am begging you, please listen to your base and your supporters. We're fighting for you. We're fighting our tails off. Meanwhile, you're out here trying to figure out what a man and a woman is. Come on. I'm sorry, folks. Like I said, love the president, but that was just stupid. It's just stupid. Between that and his whole vaccine debacle on it, it's the worst interviews I've ever seen him do. That's, that's, I mean, he doesn't make those kind of mistakes, but I do feel bad for the man just as a person. You know, like as a person, I feel bad for Donald Trump. That guy's been through hell like no one can imagine trying to save his country. The guy's a hero for that. You know, I admire the hell out of what he's done. But man, that just, (sighs) folks, I don't know. All right, headline, COVID-19 was a military operation. No kidding. RFK just figured this out. Uh, I don't think that's true, actually. So Bobby, I like Bobby. Um, you know, I mean, he's he's done a hell of a job. And uh, he's he is, I mean, he's a very formidable candidate, to be honest. But, uh, you know, he, uh, he came out and he's saying that he's recognizing that uh, you know, heavy CIA involvement in this whole COVID development. You know, stuff that I've been saying for months, for about a year. Um, he's right, of course. You know, he's right. We know this was a military op and, you know, DOD, CIA op from the beginning. We know everything about it. I mean, the whole thing was corrupt, you know, but it is what it is. I'm glad Bobby's speaking about it. Uh, 
Maybe the CIA will badger him a little bit instead of me for a minute. Not suggesting that they would do that. I'm just you know, just saying, folks. Okay. Uh, headline, Sparks warns McCarthy she may seek re-election after all. My party is failing the people. Damn right it is. These rhinos are the biggest embarrassment I have ever seen, and they are led by Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy. I, I am just absolutely done with this failure to lead, this failure to fight, this failure to do anything. This is ridiculous on a level I can't even fathom. I just can't fathom it. So apparently uh, this Victoria Sparts, and I don't know much about her, but I guess she's been a, a bit of a firecracker, if you will. Been after it, right? And uh, she said on Monday she said that you know, McCarthy's a weak speaker. No kidding. Uh, she excoriated his lack of leadership. Well, I mean, again, well, that's true. Uh, and, and says neither the Republicans nor the Democrats have the backbone to challenge a corrupt swamp that is bankrupting our children and grandchildren. Uh, as far as you know, this goes, she says that uh, she may run again because she said she wasn't going to run again, I guess, but now she's looking at it because she's looking around and she realizes that Frankly, we, we need people like that. We need people like her. I, I don't know much about her. I intend to look her up a bit. But, you know, based on this, sounds to me like she's the right person for the job. She's right. The Republicans are failing the people. They're a failure, period. I mean, this is just a failure. Everything about this is a failure. You know, I mean, it's just, I don't know what to say about it. Uh, yeah, uh, interestingly enough, she's Ukrainian born. That's hilarious. Uh, that's why she left because she wanted to get away from the Nazis. I don't, yeah, folks, I don't know. I, I appreciate this. I appreciate her speaking out. We need more people like that. I mean, these cowards in Congress, you know, they're just there sucking at the tit of the American people. It's just awful. I don't know. All right. This one kind of tickled me. So, you know, every now and then I'll see about these, uh, you know, a headline about a, you know, $100 million house or something like that. And usually I always look at them, mostly because I just want to see what the house looks like. I mean, what are you getting for, you know, $100 million? It's kind of hard for me to fathom, right? But that's why I looked at for another reason. So $250 million New York City condo sees price slashed $195 million after a year without selling. So, I mean, it's at the top of the Central Park, Exel Development Central Park Tower. It was listed for $250 million, um, down to $195 million. You know, I mean, listen, I, we all know what's happening. I mean, this is just you know, a matter of uh, no one wants to live in New York. I mean, New York City is just a disaster. The uh, the economy's collapsing, so nobody wants to spend $250 million on a condo. I wonder what the condo fees are on a $250 million condo, by the way. Does anybody know? I mean, you know, extra couple hundred bucks a month? I don't know. Anyways, but uh, yeah, $55 million price drop. That's not too bad. They're priced up to move now, baby. $195 million, right? I... I don't know what you're getting for 195 million, um, but what I know is that uh, there I can't fathom a reason I'd want to live in New York right now. 
Uh, I've got some good people I know that live in New York, some good friends there. And you know, my general uh, thought when I'm talking to them is, why the hell do you live there? It's a disaster. This city is an absolute wreck. It's got bad. When Giuliani left, it started going downhill, and it's just continued ever since. So I don't know. Um, I just think that uh, now is not the time to buy a $190 million house, you know, because I figure dollars will be worth almost nothing coming up. All right. So for uh, this, is, uh, this is a good thing, right? This is a good thing. Uh, Trump promises to pardon pro-life advocates jailed by bribery Biden. So this is a good thing. And I got to be honest with you. I think that this is... Uh, Probably Trump trying to come back a little bit from this disastrous Megyn Kelly interview. You know, waffling about the trans stuff. And uh, I mean, that was, that was just horrific. That, that, I'm sorry. That was one of the worst interviews I've ever seen from him. I was just absolutely. And it, yeah, it wasn't that everything was bad, but just the, the trans issue and the vaccine issue, those two things alone. I mean, those are deal breaker type things. You know, I mean, not that, you know, like I said, I, I support the president, but that's just a disaster. So anyways, but in true Trump faction, uh, he, he soldiers on. And so then he comes out with this and he says he's going to uh, basically uh, pardon all these, these pro-lifers that Biden has put into jail because that's what Biden does, right? So if you want to go into an abortion clinic and murder a baby, that is great. We, we, he loves that. But if you want to, uh, if you want to, you know, stand outside and say, Hey, don't kill your baby. Well, that's, that's a crime. And, uh, Biden can't wait to throw you in jail forever on that. So, uh, Trump also vowed, this is important. This is the comeback. He'd prohibit transgender procedures for children and prosecute officials who have enacted laws to facilitate children to run away from home and begin to receive these procedures. Now, this is Trump coming back, right? This is how I view this. You know, he's got this disastrous thing. It, yeah, it makes his whole base mad, but then he realizes he corrects course, comes back, and that's that's Trump, right? That's the way to do it. And I'm good with that. And it does. It makes a huge difference. Uh, it's a big deal. You know, I don't know. He, he needs to get over this whole men-women thing. I mean, we know what the difference is. So, you know, that whole thing is garbage. But uh, this was a good, a good step, right? This is a good step because, you know, this is a big deal. You know, these guys, uh, and he, he talks about Biden's attempt to criminalize, you know, any political opponent, anybody who doesn't like him politically. That's what Biden does. You know, Biden's garbage. He, he's just an absolute monster. He's a complete crook. And, you know, under, quote, under Biden, uh, others are being sentenced to 10, 15, 20 years in prison for retribution for their political beliefs. Well, Antifa and other groups burn down cities like Portman, like Minneapolis. They kill people, they loot, they plunder, and they go free. That's right. I mean, explain to me why a peaceful person standing outside an abortion clinic might have to go to jail, but Antifa can burn down a city and nobody cares. You know, I think this is, a, this is real good, and this was a great... Uh, comeback for Trump, right? I think this is a great turnaround after that disastrous interview, clearing up some stuff. But this is why we got to get some pressure off this guy, right? I mean, I got to say, I think that interview, I think that was just 
I'm giving Trump a pass on it because, you know, at the end of the day, that, that really kind of just comes down to the fact that, uh, you know, this poor guy is getting the poop kicked out of him by all these corrupt prosecutors coming after him. I'd like to see anybody do better than what he's doing, to be honest. All right. Last but not least, breaking down my family, Tim Beller breaks silence on sex misconduct claims. Well, much like Lauren Boebert, who, you know, they just so happened to have a night vision camera that was focused on her when she was in the theater. Nothing suspicious about that. Um, Tim Ballard is coming under all sorts of fire right now. Tim Ballard, of course, of uh, Sound of Freedom. And uh, he's apparently uh, some sort of a sex fiend monster who is uh, just an out-of-control animal. And you'll have to forgive me for not, uh, I don't know, feigning more shock. You know, this guy, it seems like anytime someone goes after child traffickers, they seem to find something bizarre to try and discredit them, right? I'm going to be honest, folks. I don't, I don't know or care what Tim Ballard did if he was flirting with women, doing what he was doing. The guy, the guy stopped sex trafficking. Good for him. I don't really know that I believe this because the media lies about everything. They've lied about me. They lie about everybody. I don't care. You know, I, and, and you know what, if the guy's flirty and whatever, so what, he's a freedom fighter. The guy gave his, put his life on the line to save kids back off. Let the guy be, it's a load of crap. Uh, you know, I just don't, I just, you know, I don't know. I just think the whole thing's crap. Support us at TomRens.com. Share the Tom Renz Show on the America Out Loud Network. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back.